Boomtown Saints, their big hit right now, All Trucks Go to Heaven. It sets up a big conversation next with the guys. We're joining Chris and Ben live on the show, real time on My 1015 from the hit recording capital of the world. We talk this song and more right after this. That battle on the bench seat's starting to tear. And there's a new crack in the dash every week, I swear. A little more static on the radio. All them miles are starting to show. It's just a matter of time, I know. Before I have to let her go. I hope it winds up well, them streets are gold. Turn them back, falling wide open, red dirt roads up and running. My old bird dog shotgunning. Trucks go to heaven Them horses ain't as fast Coming off the red And that tailgate's barely Hanging on by a thread That chrome's about bit the dust And that paint can't fight the rust I don't want to give her up It's a tremendous honor having Ben and Kristen across the desk to talk about their brand new song, the one that's doing its thing. What's up, fellas? How you doing today? Everything good? I'm doing excellent, man. How about yourself? We're doing awesome. We're doing awesome here and just so much better. It's uh, it's like a breath of fresh air to, to be able to chill with you guys and, and talk about what's happening in your lives because you're living right now. It's really happening. That's right, man. <laughs> we're, uh, the destination is the journey for us. and It's just crazy to be sitting here and hearing that on the radio and 
And it's exciting. Man, well, so so tell me what's happened. I mean, July, let's just start fresh because there's so much. We're all, we've been drinking coffee. You know, we're ready to just spew a lot of info. But for these people who are listening this morning, they knew what was coming. We've been talking about you coming here through the week. And, and now you're kind of settling in in Muscle Shoals, a place where you performed just last month. So getting the understanding of here, what was your first impression of the place? When you pull into town for the first time, wheels hit the ground. Man, I'll tell you what. So didn't know what to expect about Shoals. So we, I, the, the Muscle Shoals, the documentary, watched that before we realized music might actually be a thing again here in the area. And um, so coming into it, it had high expectations. I had no idea what it was going to look like, but we knew that there were going to be there was going to be some energy in the mm-hmm. place. And I'll tell you what, you get in this area wow. and you just you just feel the energy. It's it's absolutely crazy. I mean, we played that show, uh, the the Spirit of Freedom, Freedom yeah. Celebration. Yeah, when we played that show, it was. I mean, just everything about it. You can you can just tell people appreciated music. They the hospitality in this area is insane. I mean, everybody's always talking about like, oh, Nashville's so nice. Tell you what, Muscle Shoals. I mean, I might have to. It's a very <laughs> it's a very inspiring place, especially really? you know, for for both of us being here. You know, we absolutely loved it. I mean, when I got off the stage from playing that, I, I sat down and I wrote about three or four different titles, really to new songs down in my phone, and I always send them send them over to Chris because I'm like, hey. I'm probably going to forget these at some point. Yeah. Can you can you hold on to them? But that that was that was a, an amazing inspiration just to be here. Yeah, playing well, that show, man. You guys don't don't give it away though. It's our good hideaway. You know, we're a smaller Nashville in a way. Yeah, I mean, we're it's just terrible like, here, guys. Seclusion. Don't come down here. Let us don't, don't come down. Don't. Yeah, it's too secret. But, <laughs> the fried chicken's absolutely amazing. Yeah, um, <laughs> eat it and get out. But look, man, we we do really genuinely appreciate you guys and just kind of uh, stretching out and what what the experiences altogether what have you guys lined up for yourselves when you left town off of a, a like an interesting impressive moment from playing that show and you said hey you know we are coming back what can we do when we're here what can we accomplish what were some of those things yeah so we left town and one of the things we knew and we told um so worth a track entertainment that's based here in, in muscle shoals yeah. and one of the things we told the label told noah gordon we're like we want to write with people here in muscle shoals yeah, yeah. Uh, and so they lined that that's actually what we're doing here today cool um he lined up uh, writing with some legends that are from the area, it's James LeBlanc and, and, yeah. and uh, Philip White. Uh, we were sitting in Rick Hall's office and just sitting <laughs> yeah. there writing with two legends. And so that's the first thing that lined up for us is uh, getting more songs on deck. We actually are going to be back um, to record uh, a number of songs in fame uh, here shortly. So mm. that's next up for us. Uh, and to, to f- finish our full length, we got our EP ready to go. It's going to be coming out. Uh, in short order, but uh, finish up our full length here in Muscle Shoals. And I'll tell you what, uh, sitting with those two people in Rick Hall's office and then what we were able to create yesterday, uh, I will say we have our own fame story oh, story. now oh. when you when you sit down to write write a song uh, you you think okay well you're gonna get you're gonna get one song yeah you maybe get one song yeah. out, of, out of a writing session mm-hmm. when you get two. And they're that good. You just go. Something was in. Something was here. Today. Yeah. Some kind of energy. Something it's called Rick Hall. It was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, it had to have been. It Philip White, James LeBlanc. Yeah. That's, when that's when what's we're, we're looking at each other, and they're 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 laying down some lines, and, and all of a sudden, the hairs stand up on you, and you get goosebumps. You just you you can't believe it. You're like, wow. 
Oh, that's, man. that's what's happening right here, right now. I love that you walked us into this space because you guys, too, being as wholesome as you are and knowing how closely you keep your stories, you know, I, I, and I, I've, I've noticed that about you. And I wanted you to, to spread your own wings at the event. And when we had our introduction, you know, right before you went on. But understanding that you guys could have either gone to fame and being some of those guys that heard about the stories of everybody talking about what's past or you being some guys that they really need to know about. You found yourselves right in the middle of that moment and you took the choice. You, know, to, to, you wanted to pivot to the direction of being somebody they remembered and leaving a story behind, not only for yourselves, but for everybody else. What gave you, 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 you breaking into the almost tease of when we wrote with these guys, they changed things for us in a way. What were some things that just happened that were subtle things that were like, you know, this is actually moving us in a direction of progress. What did James or, or, or Philip do, or did you guys do, well, making your way up to the to Rick Hall's office? Like, what are some things in between that only you can tell us about? Because yeah. you felt the magic. <laughs> so we uh, we walked in the door. First of all, we walk in the door. We're like, we're here to see, you know, Philip White and James LeBond. They're mm-hmm. like, well, going up to, to Rick's office. And that was the first thing we're like, I thought you, I thought <laughs> wait, you just wait, said wait Rick's second. office. Did you, did you, did you just <laughs> say we're going up to, to <laughs> yeah. the office? And the so big we, office? So we walk in okay. there, and uh, James is actually sitting in the barber's chair. That's yeah. the legendary barber's chair. We walk in there, and he's like, hey, guys, you know when uh, when, when Rick called Wexler and said, I got one for you? Yeah. He's like, that's the chair. That's the phone. We were like, yeah, we're, we're standing here. So we, we get in there, and uh, they, they tell us, you know, we got something we want to bounce off you guys. We just started this. We got this melody and an idea, and they threw it at us. And um, that's when you know you're in the presence of legends, when they're like, we'll see what you guys think. And we're like, I know that's it. That's it. That's, that's, that's the one. Got it. So that's, yeah. That, that's the two words. That's it. That's, Got it. that's it. Yeah. And uh, but I'll tell you, there was a couple moments in there when you know, when in the writing process, uh, anybody who's done it, they know you get to these points where you're you're really drilling down through a specific sentence or a specific word. Yeah. And I will say that the way a couple things came together and some of the words that came together, it was. Uh, pure craftsmanship and just yeah it's one of those things that you're like wow that's never happened before interesting Um, and i've got to attribute a lot of it to well most of it to those two guys they're just absolute legends yeah and then but there's definitely something anybody who has not stepped foot in fame i will be the first one to tell you that when you walk in those doors um there's an energy i mean you can feel the people that were there before you're not necessarily ghosts and that kind of stuff but there's an energy that you feel and you understand what was what has taken place there without ever having to actually know what took place there. That's cool. I mean, that's a that's a refreshing feeling and almost like a kid arriving to the playground. All right, what can I get into first? And you don't know who, who's going to start the game up or who's going to jump on yeah. the slide or whatever, but you know something's about to happen. So like the, the moment about the, the chair and just the moments of, of moving around and seeing where to start are really interesting to us. What's something you know, like because we got to leave a little bit for you guys to explain as you're putting out records. What's something you know you took with you from that, whether it was a, a spiritual feeling or like a a tactical something that you didn't realize people were really doing, you know, and maybe in Muscle Shoals they do it a little bit different that you could you could add to your spin of things. What's something different that you did? Uh, for me, it's actually kind of a uh... I haven't thought about this till this second, and the first thing that popped into my head was when you walk into that place, you're walking into sacred ground, uh, and you walk in and you're meeting with the people that we were meeting with, mm-hmm. and when you walk away and you realize how humble everybody in there was, you realize that you got to sit with legends, and they treated you like you absolutely were 
you were supposed to be there. Um, you know, one of the things that, that happens in the music industry a lot is uh, people want you to know who they are. Yeah. Um, obviously, that's kind of a, a yeah. dummy statement to an extent because yeah. that's what music is Expectation. about. Expectation. Uh, yeah. But but you know, sometimes you meet people and they want you to know who they are. You're like, well, yeah, I've done this and this and this. And sometimes you sit with people in a place like that who they could say, look, you're welcome for being here, and they treat you like you've been there their whole life. That that they're thankful that you allowed them to come to that place, which is not the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I walked away from that, I was like, wow, not only the people in this place, not only this place, but the way they treated us was, um, it, it's, it's humbling. Yeah. It's interesting that you, you bring that out. You and Ben are, are, are very easy to talk to and relate to type of people. But for me and going to the music store frequently to buy things, you run into that. You may be behind somebody that's world-class piano player and they want to tell you all about that but you're just there to buy cable and you really have a big story back in the studio and, you know but but I, but I mean it and when it's like when there's a level of perfectionism that brings you into what you do for a living you've got to be very careful with how people understand who you are too because because what you can't get if you get a chord wrong in a song people are hearing, hearing that over maybe missing missing what something that only you guys know about a song so you really take a very very finite attention with you when you go out to these places like fame and stuff and and I, I wanted to also ask it, it sort of does things to your mentality too I'd imagine going from a regular studio to a, a historic studio that people have changed things about them in did you guys feel a different almost like man why aren't we di- why aren't we cutting something soulful or rock or did you feel any kind of other push spiritually in there away from country or toward country maybe even or uh, to a style a stylistic change in, in what you were planning to bring I think that we we definitely felt, you know, like Chris was saying, like we felt that energy going in there, and yeah. we we were just, I know I was dumbfounded by by just walking in for the first because I haven't been there. Chris has been there before. Yeah, and he was like, man, just just wait. Yeah, just wait until you get there. Yeah, but I think all of those those different songs and everything else, that energy was there when we went we got there to write the other day. It was just we sat down, and I think all that energy from, from the whole entire place came through through the writers through us as the artist i mean we went back last night we started just playing the songs two and a half three hours just playing the songs that we wrote and uh yeah and another thing i mean one of the things walking into a place like that to to your question it mm -hmm. was um again just thinking about this right now you the appreciation and the understanding of what's happening in the moment definitely came through i mean i'm not going to give away the goods right now but the, the two songs that we came out with that we we think they're going to do well for us mm-hmm. um they're both about appreciation i yeah. mean one is about appreciating ultimately where we live in the united states mm-hmm. uh one of them for all of us in the room there is about appreciating our wives and appreciating um you know the love that we've been able to find in our lives yeah uh but again you know, you normally walk in, you have all these ideas. We have a catalog of ideas, like let's do this and this and this, and they range from everything from revenge songs to drinking, the love songs it, to. And, but but when we walked in there, the two things that we focused on was were appreciation for what we have, and I think that to your question, I mean, I, again, just thinking about this now, I definitely think that was part to do with where we were and what we were doing and who we were doing it with. Yeah, the, the, you were just surrounded by by 
things that were greatly appreciated in a way. And I'll also just to to what you're saying, there's there are different tactilities going into studios, and I like to ask the, the formula question of when you guys generally go to a session, are you bringing in your work so you don't waste time, or do you let that atmosphere serve you? Because that's a different kind of investment, you know, like. Uh, what are you doing with your time versus what you're doing with where you are? You know, are you letting that place help you make the music? Or did you have your sights pretty set? How much of that were you going to allow to happen when you came to this place versus a general yeah. you know, routine session? I think when you walk into a writer session, you want to be uh, as prepared as you possibly can be. We, mm-hmm. we come with ideas and that we, we think are, are really good. We, we're like, okay, well, what kind of hook can we, can we you know, write today? Yeah. But a lot of the times, songwriters like those guys will bring in more amazing ideas yeah. than, than than what we've got, and we let that we, we let the the room, the energy, and everything else kind of dictate where that song is going to go. I like yeah, that, and and especially when you're writing with guys like that, oh, wow. with Philip and James, uh, our, our Noah Gordon often says about songs. He says there's nothing like an A song make a B song sound like a C song, oh, um, and the yeah. same thing with writers. There's nothing like a legend to make a good writer feel inadequate. That's wow. uh, that's kind of how we that's felt a, that's a very, walking in there. <laughs> so we, yeah. uh, you know, and the, the crazy thing is, is they could have absolutely made us feel that way, but they made us feel like we were we were part of the process, and they're just amazing humans. So, I mean, as a as a young songwriter, and I mean, it, we're a little bit more experienced now in songwriting, but at the same time, as experienced as you are, mm-hmm. there's always going to be somebody better than you yeah. at songwriting. Yeah, and you know what your your job is to do? Find those people that are willing to let you write with them. And let them help you get better. Yeah. You always. find out what works and, and what's helping them and what could maybe help you. I love that. I love hearing that you guys are, are willing to reflect that back because it, it says a lot. You guys are, are really troubadours in your space right now. I'm speaking with Boomtown Saints. We're live on My 101.5 and All Trucks Go to Heaven has been a serious ad in country radio last week. I mean, we look at the things like 300 spins and man, you guys are just flying up the charts and I'm seeing that this is going to be something that's going to stick around and you guys have gotten comfortable in your writing space, I'm sure, together. Is it something that you guys, we know we're talking a lot about fame, but personally, do you write on your own and bring collaborative efforts to, you know, do you have a moment where you bring your art to each other or, or is that more taking place with each other? Yeah, so we obviously write on our own. Uh, mainly what happens is we come up with ideas on our own mm-hmm. and then we'll flush out maybe a hook and a or tag or something and just flush out on our own and then we'll send it to the other person. Uh, we'll do that probably 20 times a week yeah. and once every three or four weeks something sticks something out and we're like we have to up. write this or Chris yeah. will get really spunky and he'll write the entire song <laughs> and and all I need to do is change three or four different words in it and I'm like cool we're good. that's a great that's song it. yeah <laughs> a great song thanks for writing the whole thing all I had to do was this perfect <laughs> Well, I'm glad you feel accomplished, you know, and, and with it being that easy. When it's that easy, it's like, yeah, okay, well, we, we might have been meant to it's do this together. It's far between, but when it happens, it's uh, you come out with stuff that's, that's we we think is going to be good, and it's going to be on our on our album. So, man, so Boomtown Saints albums in the works and all that. But is there anything that you know you're prepared to release that you've been holding back, or is there something that you might hope for out of what's next? <laughs> so we that? we do have we have um, the, our next song's coming out later this year. Um, so all trucks go to heaven. It's up. Uh, uh, you know the way we talk to people about it it's it's one of those songs that you know we're both very rooted in faith mm-hmm. um we've both been in positions in our life where you know even you might have even thought about giving up yeah and imperfection does an amazing job of making people feel inadequate mm-hmm. and at the end of the day we know that 
we're all God's children. We're all unique. We all have a special purpose here on earth. Amen. And, and, yeah. and all trucks go to heaven. Uh, that's what that song is about. It's about having that place. And no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're facing, um, it's going to be all right. Mm -hmm. You have a place here. Uh, it's very introspective. It's a, it's a new take on love and hope. Um, the next song we have coming out uh, is a, a 180. Okay. Not in a bad message. No. But it's it's definitely about country girls. It's called Black Top Don't. And it's uh, as much as All Trucks Go to Heaven's a ballad, it is a boot stomper. And it's when we play live. Uh, it definitely gets people moving. Man. So we're excited about that one. He, he knows. Yeah. I'm, he knows. I'm really excited about that. One. <laughs> well, man, you got, you're bringing out the you you guys do it well. You bring out the fun side, but also really good faithful guy sides as well. Like you know you're, the veteran salutes that you did, even at the Spirit of Freedom. Two all trucks go to heaven. Boomtown Saints is kind of a combination, even in the name of the best of both worlds. Did you think about that consideration while while titling yourselves? Was that a a part of what we represent? Is also what's in the name? One hundred percent. So one of the things we wanted to make sure we were the first thing people know about you is your name mm -hmm. and uh we thought that, that we had a unique opportunity to kind of give a a glimpse into who we are as people in the name mm -hmm. um so boomtown a boomtown is defined as a is a town that finds sudden prosperity it's an oil towns coal mining towns uh sudden prosperity out of nothing and ben and i our stories come from a place where we you know we this is this was kind of an unexpected journey for us unexpected growth i can tell you mm -hmm. that. really and how how would you consider it if i could could get in what happened that made it unexpected was there anything that 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 brought you even closer to light then leading to where chris has <laughs> taken us is there something that happened con a conflict or maybe a, be a good thing that happened well you, you're talking about like our our story our yeah, story your like story our coming story. together as the boomtown saints <laughs> wow getting okay, to title so yourselves i met this guy going on what almost Five, five five years, years. ago, mm -hmm. five years ago. Wow, <laughs> and uh, I was I was doing a solo arcs thing, and and I was going pretty much nowhere with it. And Chris, you can agree. I mean, you know that I was I was just playing shows, just to go play shows. I was like, hey man, I need a I need a bass player. I need a bass player. Hmm. Um, and he's like, I can find you one. Three weeks later, he still hadn't found one. I, I said, "Well, I said, dude, can you can you play bass?" Yeah, and he went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, sure, I can, I can, I can play bass." <laughs> I, I basically asked him. I said, "Can you just hold a stick and make it sound halfway decent up on stage?" I said, "It'd be fine." And so he came, he came out with me, uh, prefacing that. Yeah, he was like, "Man, we're going forward. We're going to play eight songs." It was a Wednesday. That, it was a Wednesday. The show was on Friday. This is important. Oh, man. Wednesday show was on Friday. I went. I went. Sure. No. I handed him forty songs. I said, "Learn Whoa. this." Oh. Oh wow. Uh, and and he did it. He did it. Uh, really. And and so we we um we got out there and we started playing and and his energy. I was like, wow. Okay. That that brought something back into me. Because his energy on stage, even as a, as stage a bass, presence. His stage presence as a bass player, I was like, I could actually step back. And I was like, wow, this guy can move. Whoa. <laughs> Man, he's got star power. I said, he's, he's got <laughs> something here. And uh, and we started talking. And, and before the end of the night, the people came back up to us, the, the people who booked us in the yep. first place, where they said, hey, we want to book y'all again. And then this oh, happened man. again and again. And again, and just finally, as y'all, it's kind of like just you, Ben, and and, and band, and the band. Mm -hmm. at, at first, and I looked, and he looked at me, and he was like, "Man, we can, we can do this as mm -hmm. as a as a thing." And yeah. he he turned that that whole entire point in my life where I was ready to where I was ready to give up. Wow! 
and and he said, "Hey man, let's let's go through this together. You know, we'll have each other yeah. to lean on." Mm-hmm. And I went, "Absolutely, let's do it." And five years later, we're sitting here with a song on the radio. Oh my gosh, I mean, you, you, man! I got goosebumps. I got goosebumps <laughs> thinking about that. It's but, serious, man, it's and it's a dark tunnel though, because your leap of faith—that is a leap of faith. And Chris, for you to be the one to tell the story, and you be the one on the side of things that. You went into an uncertain space. You learned. <laughs> did you learn to play bass, or did you know? No. So I, I was uh, when I was younger. I, I learned. I started playing guitar when I was thirteen, and I was in a band for a little while. And we, we weren't good. We were fun to watch on stage. It was four teenagers jumping around, so yeah. we got signed for a little bit, and uh, we just weren't good, so we got dropped. Yeah. Uh, I went to the corporate world, so okay. I ended up being uh, when when we were, we was doing this. Uh, I had some flexibility in my schedule to be able to go with them because I was a consultant in the in the healthcare space. I would help mm-hmm. uh, pharmaceutical companies take drugs to market, ah. figure out the commercialization strategy. Yeah. Um, so I had no, I was not. I was you like, no, music isn't my thing. I'm yeah. I'm doing this thing. I'm jet setting, uh, doing this consulting. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it started happening, I started really reflecting. And to his point, I mean, when this started happening with with kind of resurrecting what he wanted to do because he told me actually that was in August. 2018, he told me December was going to be his last show and he was going to just go back to medical school and move on. Oh, man. Um, and so with me, I went through some stuff uh, that same year that, uh, you know, you, you needed brothers to lean on. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I reached a very point, a point in my life where, you know, faith in God was the only thing that really got me through. And, uh, you know, we we pulled through it. And on the other side, you start reassessing what's important in your life. And for yeah. me, being a father, um, being able to be home more, it was something that was the most important thing to me at that moment. Yeah. Um, now, while music is taking us away a bit, there there is a difference between when you were a musician versus a consultant. You're not yeah. sitting in a boardroom all day. You're able to FaceTime your daughters all day. You're mm-hmm. able to be active and, and engaged. Yeah. We can actually control our schedule to an extent. Um, and so it shaped up to where I was like, you know what? This is a leap of faith because yeah. I was doing very well in the corporate world. But I just wasn't happy. Yeah. And so it was a leap of faith. And wow. uh, once again, we're sitting here and it's just, <laughs> you know, just paying off. It's just crazy. It's so cool, man. And, and you know, you you reach the moments of clarity. You got to you got to probably make that first phone call together. Like, hey, was that really you're for real? Right. Like it was it was real. Right. Like, How many what was times the first I've made that phone call to him in the past couple of weeks? <laughs> I'm like, he, he called me. He's like, hey, we got a song. I went. What? <laughs> what were the first responsible moments as parents of this band? You know, as, as as guardians of what you're protecting. What were the things that were like? Well, this is our business now, and then we've got to own it. What were some things that, that the, hit you first? Uh, the first thing we actually had to do was our, our band. Um, they Oof. that we, we we put people in place that are brothers. Oh, yeah. uh, they are a lot of them come. A couple of them play on a worship team that I play on. Uh, one of them Ben's known for. Since he's moved here, he lived across the street. He's a he's a former Marine. He's uh, and we put guys in place that we we trust with our lives. Yeah, Um, and it's it's very important for us to have that. That was the very first thing we did, and we started realizing this was going to be a real thing. We're like, all right, you know, we we had some amazing friends that play with us, but we were like, we need to make sure that we're fortified moving forward. That we protect our you know us our our, core group, our Mm -hmm. families. Um, so we put a core group around us that we we would trust with our lives. I would trust him with my daughter's lives. Yeah. Um, moving forward from that, um, you know, it go it does take a turn from being we're going to go play a show to we're going to play a show, but we're going to have to get up and run right after and in the morning after the show. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have to eat salad and grilled chicken. We're not <laughs> yeah. going to get McDonald's on the way down. Yeah, because uh, you have to protect the longevity and um, you know, health is a huge part of that. Yeah. 
Man, I'd, I mean, I'm sure that you've probably come into shows that you've had to cancel. There could be have been something that come along. I've had to, I've had, I've had the bad, the bad c word, you know, that sickness <laughs> in here. We had to stop the show at one point. But what's something that's uh, that's been a roadblock for you that you've turned challenge to triumph in this five years that it was almost over, but, but, you want know, you got a good story there. COVID. I'm not gonna it. lie, it is what it is. I mean, everybody's yeah. still fresh in everybody's mind. Yeah. But we we were reaching, uh, we were getting momentum. Uh, we showcased in Nashville, had some labels come out. They, they liked what we were doing. Uh, we were getting some momentum with writing. And then COVID hit. Yeah. And, and it just came to a screeching halt. And we had a decision to make. It was, do we keep going mm-hmm. uh, and plow through this and not knowing where it's going to go? And it was a leap of faith because at that moment, uh, you know, for instance, me, I'd started pulling away from the corporate world at that point, And I was like, man, I might have to get back into this. I might have to. I might mm. actually have to go back into consulting. And that would have ultimately ended what we were doing because it would have just given me a fraction of the time. And yeah. This takes a lot of time. Yeah. Um, you know, when we're home, we're working on music 50, 60 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we don't get to go home and just relax. And no. that's something people don't see on that side of the music industry. But mm-hmm. uh, it was, it would almost brought it to a screeching halt. But again, it was the faith thing. We were like, dude, if we, if we do this, when we're laying on our deathbed one day, uh, when we look back, we're going to be think we're not going to be thinking, man, I'm so glad that I got back into that job and I made money for a wow. couple of years. We were like, no, we're going to be able to say we did it, whether it fails or succeeds. We're going to say we did it. Wow. More importantly, we can say that to our kids. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, that's 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 our lives. I mean, that's that's I mean, our families for me and Chris, you know, you've got two beautiful daughters. One on, no, one on the way. One on the way. One on the way, man. Yeah. Okay, so he was asking me about my birthday the other day. He's like, hey, man, uh, he needed it for something. He was like, what's, yeah. your, what's your birthday? I'm, I'm, just for preface, I know his birthday. I'm just horrible with remembering things like that. Oh, so. dude, I'm, I'm horrible about it, too. <laughs> yeah. We're both horrible. He's like, hey, yeah, what's your birthday again? I said, same uh, same birthday your daughter is going to have. Ah, <laughs> is going to have? Do you know? Do you, so you don't, do you know? So, well, well, the due date It's is, due date. October 23rd is the due date. Oh, and uh, just give it some. You're just making a good prediction over there. And you're like, you know what? Hmm, is this going to be this day? You watch and yeah. see. So now we're inducing a week early. I'm just oh, I figured he would do that. I knew he would do it. Just kidding. He's like, y'all can't have us enough. No. Well, that's awesome, though. I love learning that, that, that what's, you know, what's empowered you, what's taken you down, but kept you going because you're sitting right here. Here and you've got one of the hottest songs in the country right That's now. Crazy. It's just ridiculous, crazy. you know. And you're about to go back down the street and keep on going. I'm, I really am thankful for for you guys being here. I'm thankful for you elaborating on all that's made you. It's kind of that's fractured you, but you've built back through. What are some of your favorite moments? I guess that you've had overall macro big five years of being together. What is the what's been great? You know, has it been making the music? Has been has it been being around the guys that you've considered bandmates? Is there any one time, one I, specific? I have. Thing? I actually have two. If I can have two, and Ben, I'm, go ahead. You're cool. So my my first one was one of the very first shows we played, and we decided we were going to be a, a kind of a duo and do things. We went to uh, Oxford, Mississippi. We actually had a song on the radio, independent at the time, but we had a song on the radio called "Even on a Bad Day." It was yeah. doing well. So we go down there. It was Alabama weekend at Ole Miss. It was a <laughs> Thursday night. We're walking in like this is going to be crazy this is just going to be absolute insanity we walk in we're like man it's alabama week it was a thursday night apparently everybody in the entire town was waiting for friday and saturday night uh at the peak of the night in a venue that held a thousand people uh, at the peak of the night we had including staff there was like 15 people and it was the one of the most fun shows we've ever played that's um, because we were just hanging out with other buddies yeah um and then the other one was uh, actually the other day for me I was 
we know some stations. So obviously, first of all, Hunter, before we get out of here, yeah. I want to make sure we say thank you to you. Oh man, uh, you have you have championed this. Uh, you were actually the first person to formally spin this on the radio for us, Bless you, um, man. and now it's turned into a top ten country ads on radio in North America this week. <sighs> but you were to your credit, y'all listen to Hunter. He <laughs> this guy is. Uh, you know, he does a lot for a lot of people, and we appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, but last week, I was there's a few stations um, in Canada and other places in the country I knew we were spinning. And every now and then, just because I'm a nerd like that, I'll jump on their web feed and be like, ah. And I jumped on one of them. It was in Iowa. It's never had, we were in the middle of our song. Oh, and oh, I was just like, we are. are you kidding me? <laughs> are we Check your phone. Are we that, was, <laughs> that was another one of those phone calls. And he was like, hey, listen, to, I went, what? <laughs> it was crazy. So that, those wild. are the two for me so far. Man, what about you, Ben? Is there anything that there was a moment? I think it probably wasn't the first show we played together or the second. But I think the third, when you were sitting there doing your thing, because Chris would break something down we'd have a break or whatever in the set yeah. Chris would go out on stage with his acoustic yeah and i remember this because i mean <laughs> he'd have a thousand people sitting there in front of the stage just just jamming to everything and i was like wow our hip-hop medleys our, <laughs> our hip-hop <medley. laughs> yeah i've heard some of them you did some of them in down in the park yep exactly yeah that's but, where it's that's where it spawned <laughs> oh really <laughs> but then we get back on that stage all all the whole band and everybody together and you're just you can you can see from that moment of when that was in everybody's eyes it wow. wasn't it wasn't just hey we're we're here to you know just party and whatever else they yeah. were actually grabbed they, oh man we, we had the attention yeah and that's when it clicked for me i went all right we, we've got something yeah we've got crowd something. control and our, and our live show does i mean this guy spends 50 60 hours on our live show on on everything behind the scenes and uh, he's Chris is just absolutely amazing. He he has been from the very beginning, like from from taking taking me when I was about to say to heck with it. Yeah. To saying no, hey man, I'm gonna keep you going. I'm gonna keep you going. I'm gonna keep you going. <laughs> you can't eat that fried chicken. You can't. Come on, man. <laughs> you gotta look okay, good. You can't do this. Yeah. You can't, yeah. Uh, and I'm very appreciative of him and our our entire team for 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 bringing that and doing that and and what we're doing today yeah for everybody supporting us and when they don't have to yeah that's Man. gary that's, crane that's, that's i just gotta give a shout he's our manager, <laughs> he's our manager. Uh, for anybody in the nashville region he is the uh he is lightning 100 he he created it into the, what it is uh he also is the brain behind uh, live on the green which is I believe the second largest festival, uh, largest festival not named Bonnaroo in Tennessee. Wow, that's uh, happening the first weekend of September, so like a week from now. Gosh. And uh, he sees the brain executive producer behind that, and he he believed in us from the beginning, um, and he he stayed with us. I mean, we're, we're a three three member band because of Gary. Yeah, and wherever you're at, Gary, we absolutely <laughs> we love, love you, brother. We, we hope you we hope you're listening, man. Well, we'll give you this, and you know, hopefully, you could share this with him later. And I know Noah Gordon's been doing some amazing work. We've all been getting our first impressions of him, but you're you're kind of the peop, the, the flag that he's waving through town right now, which is cool. You know, you guys are are stepping foot in places that he's hoping is goes right for everybody. And that man's a genius. So he seeing is. him work and knowing his story will be told, and you guys' story yeah. will be told alongside his. It's like stuff's happening right now that's historic what can you say on behalf of maybe some of your experiences the past few days I'll tell you what eight track entertainment is it was it is noah's vision um and you know vision's one thing and then strong arming people into doing something is one thing but when you have a vision and you show people your vision and then you can 
back it up by being a Grammy award-winning producer, songwriter. Um, and then we got in the studio with him. We knew he was good. We got in the studio with him. We both in the studio a lot. Yeah. It was a different experience being in there with Noah Gordon and his vision for eight track entertainment is, is going to, it's going to revolutionize the music industry. Wow. Um, the reason he came down to muscle shoals is because he believes this is where the music industry really started, uh, turning the right direction and becoming what it needed to be. So he actually uprooted and moved himself down here to Muscle Shoals from Nashville. And um, what he's doing with this and, and to, to be the flagship, to be the one that is kind of leading the charge for for 8-Track and his vision for the future is we will never take that for granted. And the fact that somebody of his prowess and his just brilliance chose us, yeah. um, it's just it's humbling. That's that's what I'm seeing. You're, you said that spot on is that you, you guys are he chose you guys to be the message. You know, if you guys weren't going to be the messengers and and have the message that it needed to be, uh, it wasn't going to be. I don't think. And so I just it's wild to see. It's wild to be a part of this moment. It's a blur of a moment, as we all know. You're having a serious moment right now, mm-hmm. and you're you're about to go down the street and have some more blurs we that are. you're going to hope the lock get in to record in fame <laughs> today. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's, crazy. it's a big deal. What's we got? We got about five more minutes or about four minutes we'll we'll play your song to take us out of the week what's some what are some things you're looking forward to maybe about recording what what are you hoping that you get across to people through the music you're laying down today because next time i see you it's we're probably going to be talking about one of those songs hope so uh (laughs) so uh what we're laying down today we we definitely wrote from a place of we we were trying to throw back a little bit Mm -hmm. um meaning country music i mean i where it's at it's it's, it is different than it was in the 90s but it's making a turn back towards it Mm -hmm. uh you know the luke combs of the world that are leading that charge yeah and we really were trying to get back to our roots you know our our roots for me when i was younger it was george Strait. my my family loved george Strait. yeah and we're, we're trying to make that turn back towards that sound that style um so we're going in there today and we're throwing down some work tapes of the things we wrote yesterday and i think that we've done a pretty good job thank you Philip and, and James for yeah, for, for doing, doing that, that. Yeah. but uh, we've done a pretty good job. So we're looking forward to that. Um, we mentioned the next song that we have coming out. Um, it's definitely not a straight throwback to the '90s, but it's a it's a boot stomper in a way that we believe people are going to see uh, through the they're going to hear through the radio what our live show gets across. That's that's the hope. Um, yeah, so that's what we're excited about today. We're we're going in there and just going to soak up the moment. I mean. That's it's all we can. Fame do. Studios, I mean, man. Are you kidding? Just sit there yeah. going, hold on. I'm I'm using this microphone in this studio to record songs that we just wrote in that office with two amazing songwriters. Hold on, somebody <laughs> come slap me. Pinch me. We were, we were, we were, we were walking through uh, Studio A yesterday, and um, James just randomly dropped. He's like, "Yeah, y'all, my brothers formed in here." He's like, "Yeah, uh, Greg used to, uh, used to sleep in a tent outside, hoping that Rick would give him a." Give him Something a shot. Play on. And we're like, are you serious right now? <laughs> oh, and then we were upstairs in Rick's office. They're like, oh, walk through that door. Yeah, that's Aretha's piano. We were like, what? what? Are you it's kidding all, me? Man. So I, we don't want to touch anything. But yeah. <laughs> uh, he looked at me and put, he said, put your hands in your pockets. Uh, yeah. <laughs> don't touch anything, Ben. Said, yes, yes. Are you guys using any unique uh, instruments around there that you haven't normally used? I know uh, they one recording there, they used one of the spoons that they served the coffee with. Like there was something that you made the 
there's a dude of tradition artistically that All the right, artists have made something. Since you mentioned that, we're going to do that today. Yeah, you need so to make some spoons. of the building <laughs> as a part of your song. That's just been a tradition. That's why I need to know. It's I have a killer kazoo solo that Noah hasn't let me put on anything. That's happening today, brother. Going to play the straw wrapper or something? Yeah, I don't know, man. You got to let me know. But when we talk to you next, this interview will be setting up whatever song this will be. So this is how we're going to set that up. So you're talking to yourselves in the future in a way because right after this plays months from now a year from now whenever what we're gonna get we're gonna get it what what can you almost say setting up the future for to your future selves that when we get back to this moment when we make ends meet again with new music what are you gonna say man well if we get to say it i'm gonna say i'm chris i'm ben we're the boomtown saints and we are just happy to still be here. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that, man. I think that's that sums up our show pretty nice, actually, today. <laughs> <laughs> just thankful, man. Just no, thankful. man. It's been just so so glorious spending some time with you guys, you know, and, and bringing some of your love and energy to the radio. People have you with them today, working on cars, in the kitchen, making food, understanding more about music. And today, you guys are getting ready to put some real work in. Yes, sir. Uh, we're going to take it out with All Trucks Go to Heaven, but... Uh, um, is there anything you want to leave us with? Did we miss anything at all? Is there anything people should know how to connect with you, a show, or anything Yeah, so up? social media. I mean, if you go to social media, at Boomtown Saints on just about everything, um, you can find us on all platforms. All trucks go to heavens on all platforms. Uh, yeah, and I guess the thing I want to leave everybody with, and we typically like leaving everybody with this type of stuff, is, man, if, if, if you're hearing this, this may not connect with everybody, but if one person connects with this, uh, you know, if you're going through something, this is your sign not to give up. Just keep going. It's going to get better. Uh, God's got you, and just we love you all. Thank you for everything everybody's doing for us right now. We love you, man. Thank you so much, Chris and Ben of the Boomtown Saints. History's watching, man. You know it's going to be big. I'm looking forward to all things that we get to learn about you guys. I'm looking forward to the other times you get to spend here in Muscle Shoals. Is there any food you're looking forward to eating today? Anything on your mind already? Champies last night, and I'm thinking we might have to go back before we leave. Chicken that's got you. Yeah, no, no. He was supposed to order the catfish. I was supposed to order the chicken. He ended up ordering the chicken and I ended up ordering the chicken. Oh. <laughs> Maybe some catfish. We gotta get some catfish. <laughs> yeah, man. We'll find some good catfish for you. But hey, we love that we weren't catfish today. We got the real deal. Let's we got go. Boomtown Saints Thank in you. studio. Thank you, Thank you, guys. We're gonna celebrate your new song now. All Trucks Go to Heaven is wrapping up our Friday. We look forward to seeing you again. Love you, brothers. Yes, sir. Love Thank you. Alright, it's my 1015. You guys have the, a great rest of your weekend. Right now, All Trucks Go to Heaven, Boomtown Saints, sending us off. Peace, y'all. We'll see you this afternoon at the Seven points pop up. That vinyl on the bench seat's starting to tear. And there's a new crack in the dash every week, I swear. A little more static on the radio. All them miles are starting to show. It's just a matter of time, I know. Before I have to let her go. I hope it winds up well, them streets are going to turn them back for him wide open red dirt. Up and running, my old bird dog shotgunning. Cold six in the console windows, downstairs clothes in a short bed, right tip down. Earnhardt sticker in the rear view, sunset, and I'm betting if God loves good old boys like me, all trucks go to heaven. Them horses ain't as fast coming off the red. That tailgate's barely hanging on by a thread. That chrome's about bit the dust.
Trucks go to heaven. 